Welcome to the Huntington Helps Podcast. My name is Joan, and I'm your host. Today, we want to discuss the college admissions timeline and what students and parents should know so they are not caught off guard. Now, joining me is Ann Huntington, who is a member of the Board of Directors and the VP of Business Development at Huntington Learning Center. So welcome, Ann. Thank you, Joan. So let's start off with when students should look to start their college journey. In other words, what should they do to start off? That's a really great question. First, the students need to make a long list of schools they may want to attend. That aspirational list, the dream school list, the safety school list. But right now, it's just one list. Once you have a whole bunch of schools, you can add to this list, of course, and subtract. Then start thinking, well, what are the requirements of each of these schools? What are they looking for in that ideal student? And am I that ideal student? Now, if the student answers no, well, could the student see themselves, himself or herself, as that ideal student? And to understand, well, what is necessary to meet the requirements. Does it mean that this student needs to take more classes, different entrance exams to meet the requirements? So the first step is to create a list. The second step is to understand the requirements for each school and then determine, is the student a right fit? Now, maybe the student isn't a right fit today, but can the student set him or herself up for success to be that right fit when applying for colleges? So when should they start this process? Is this something that um, goes on in junior year or? Actually before, Joan, I would suggest that the student starts compiling this list in sophomore year, the latter part of sophomore year. Now, of course, that's because we want to set that student up for success. So that means that the student may need to set up classes to meet the requirements in that upcoming junior year. So by starting sophomore year, the student now has a year and a half, really junior year and the beginning part of senior year, to make sure that he or she is taking those necessary classes. But what about the student who hasn't gotten started yet? They're in their junior year. Is it too late? or? Well, it's not too late, but it's always best to prepare before then. So if the student is in their junior year and is still missing requirements, then that student really needs to speak with his or her guidance counselor to see what options they have to make up either a test or get on the right track or what schools will meet the needs of the student at this present time. Now, any other things they should do, like you mentioned the, you know, going over the admissions application, SAT, ACT tests, college fairs, how do those fit into the whole picture there? Those are all really important. So this is a critical time in that student's life. The student needs to take it seriously. And so in order to take it seriously, there has to be that timeline. So if we're staying on the timeline that the student prepared a list sophomore year. Now the student knows what requirements are necessary for the schools. And that dream school might actually become a safety school if he or she prepares correctly. You never know. Anything is technically possible. Now the student has set him or herself up in terms of understanding the requirements. They've narrowed down that list. 
Now it makes sense to visit the schools. Now, if the student can't go to all of those schools, the best bet is to attend college fairs, which happen regionally. So that also takes a bit of preparation to know when are the college fairs in in the student's area, and then to meet with recruiters, be it at the student's school or at these college fairs. Now, nothing can substitute speaking one-on-one, face-to-face with someone. So that's really best in your area, and if you can actually go to the school when students are in session, then the student can really understand, can I see myself at this school? Or maybe once they visit the school, they realize, wow, this is way too big or it's way too small. And then you go back to the list, you see the requirements, you see what the schools are like, and you pivot and you say, okay, you know what? I actually want a larger school and I'm interested in this major and this school doesn't have it because the more you start to develop this timeline and understand the process, the better prepared you'll be in terms of understanding what options you have and where you can see yourself in the future. What percentage of students does your gut tell you really know what they want in their college, know what kind of colleges they're looking for compared to the amount of students who are just like, well, I don't know what I'm going to major in and I don't know what kind of college I'm looking for. Is it the minority who really know what they want? Every student is different. So even the student who knows what he or she may want, maybe it changes once they have an aha moment or they realize that they can achieve even higher on that SAT or ACT. Or they have that teacher who provides a lot of guidance in terms of, well, have you ever thought about this? Or the guidance counselor. So some students do know what they want in terms of what type of school they want, but it may change. It's like anything in life. You know, do we ever know exactly what we want at every point of our life? So that's a heavy question, Joan. I think the key is really to prepare and to really see what options there are. If the student doesn't understand the options, that is an obstacle. The first step is really identifying what options there are and then narrowing it down from there. Right, because as soon as they start seeing the universities, seeing the whole, you know, completing the picture, pixel by pixel, then they start to kind of put themselves in the school mentally and maybe make some choices, right? Exactly. So I heard that students should also prepare for their topics for their essays on the the admissions uh, application. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. It's really important to prepare for the essays. Uh, The sooner that the student prepares for the topics, the better. This allows the student to spend time crafting the essay without rushing to get it done to meet the deadline. This essay is part of the whole application, and it really is an opportunity for the student to show who he or she is and show a narration and bring the student to life. Again, these admissions officers are reading so many essays and seeing so many applications. So how do you get in front of that? And the essay is a great way to really paint the picture of who you are as a person. And if you rush it, then you may not have been able to digest an idea. Or maybe you're unlocking something that happened to you as a child that then you resurface as a high schooler. It could be that there was a moment with a grandparent and then you discuss something from the vantage point of your 10-year-old self versus your 15-year-old self. Or maybe it was going away to some place that was very special to you. And what did it look like as a child? It seemed like this large adventure. 
And then when you went to it as a 15-year-old, as a high schooler, you thought, whoa, what is this? It, it looks like a teeny little rock versus this big boulder. So it's important to really be able to marinate on this essay and, and really make it come to life. So it is important to prepare for the topics of the essay, and it's important to prepare for college admissions in general, because this is a big step in the student's life towards the future. And that essay is, like you said, the one nugget that will help you shine, that will make you pop. I have a friend who's in the college admissions uh, uh, office, and he says he reads hundreds of these, and they're all the same. So really, it's your chance to come out and show who you are. Exactly, from your point of view. Of course, you have teacher recommendations and they shine a light from the teacher's point of view. But that essay is really showcasing who you are. So teacher recommendations, can we talk about that? You mentioned it. Absolutely. So teacher recommendations are another component to the application. And in terms of the timeline that we're discussing, we recommend that the students reach out to the teachers in the latter part of junior year, late junior year, early senior year. And the rationale behind that is there are a lot of students who are vying for teacher recommendations. So it's important to get ahead of it and to ask a teacher before that teacher is inundated with a whole bunch of other requests. This also, similar to the essay, enables the teacher to have more time to really think about that student as an individual. And so if the student is really in front of it and thinking about the timeline, it is important to ask in the late junior, early senior year. Now, if the student is thinking about early admissions, which we can talk in a moment of if you want, Joan, then absolutely the student needs to ask the teacher as soon as possible if they can write a recommendation. Now, I know some students like to get into that school early. Um, They don't want to wait Can you share some insight into early admissions? Absolutely. Early admissions is a great opportunity for a student who knows where he or she really wants to go. So it's an admission plan by the colleges in which students can apply early in the year, earlier than when the applications are due. But this also means the student receives the results earlier as well, which can help alleviate stress that senior year. So this benefits students by reducing the number of applications that need to be completed at one time. And by providing results early, it can benefit the college as the college then will know what their accepted student pool will look like before the regular admission process begins. Most colleges that participate in early admission request applications by October 15th or November 1, and you receive the results by December 15th. So the key huge nugget to take away from this podcast is preparation. We've got a a concrete timeline that you need to put in place if you're going to go through the college admissions process uh, with success. And that would be go to college fairs, do everything you can to get a list, maybe even a ranking of schools you want to get into. Visit the schools while they're in session, ideally. Think about the application essay. Think about the application in general. Teacher recommendations, the SAT or ACT tests, and all this, again, 
yields success. Exactly. Thank you so much, Joan. And also, I want to bring up the idea of asking for help. I mean, there's so much more you can do if you get hung up on any of these moments on your timeline. You can ask for help from whom, though? Yes, that's the first step to ask for help, and ask for help from the college counselor at the school. Ask for help from the teacher. Or if you're on a sports team, a coach in terms of scholarship opportunities, ask for help if you're in musical or play for the director. And of course, ask an expert within the tutoring and test prep industry. We work with students all the time who achieve tremendous results and get into their reach schools because of the preparation that they do with us at Huntington. That is the key to ask for help because there are so many resources out there, and we all want the students to succeed. But first, it starts with the student and the mindset to understand that. The student can achieve, and once that's possible, really anything is possible. Does Huntington work with the school and the counselors? Yes. So at Huntington, we value the Huntington Homeschool Connection, and we will, of course, with the students and the family's approval, go and speak with the counselors and update the counselors in terms of the results we're seeing, because the counselor is dealing with. A whole host of students, depending on the high school size, it could be hundreds of students within that class year. So, how does that student differentiate him or herself? And that's where we come in, and we can say, "Hey, Mrs. Counselor, this is what the student is achieving, and this is where the student started, and this is where the student is now." Now, all of a sudden, that student is in a different pile, and the potential for that student it has changed. And so, when recruiters are Coming on site onto the schools, now the counselor knows. Okay, this student might be a good fit for that school, knowing that the results have changed. So, if people have questions about this whole process, how can they reach out and get answers from Huntington Learning Centers? So they can call us at one eight hundred Can Learn. They can、uh, reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Go on our website, Huntington Helps. We're here to help all of the students, and we hope that you do reach out. If you have questions about your children's education, please do reach out. You can find the links in the podcast description. Thanks so much, Anne. My name is Joan. Thank you for listening to Huntington Helps, and we'll talk to you next time.